This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good Friday morning, everyone. Today is April 5th, and I'm Jess Briganti with your Storm Tracker forecast. Today's going to be a rough one. It is April 5th, and it's going to look a lot like February or March 5th temperatures and conditions friends so as you plan this morning obviously looking around town it's dry it's cloudy but when we plan for the afternoon that's when some rain works in and there's always a good chance for some sleet and snow in the hill towns higher elevation even here in albany we could see that wintry mix for a few hours but as the night goes on we'll find that it is a wetter evening here in the greater capital region, but there's still a chance where those hill towns and mountains hold on to sleet and snow, maybe adding up to a quick inch or so. We'll be finding that after this pretty rough day of a high of only 41 degrees falling back tonight to the 30s, we get the rebound for the weekend. Timing is everything, and for any outdoor fun, both Saturday and Sunday, we've got a gorgeous weekend. We'll find ourselves warming up to a high of 62 degrees Saturday, 61 by Sunday, the only difference between the two days is Saturday morning starts cloudy, and then we get that beautiful afternoon sun. Sunday begins sun-filled. We have some afternoon sun, but you will notice clouds quickly moving in for the second half of Sunday into Sunday night, and it does look unsettled early next week. We will find ourselves cooling down a couple of days, but there's still plenty of 50s and 60s to kick off the next week of April. That's your updated forecast here. Today's top headlines. In the news today, piles of decomposing animals discovered on a capital region farm prompting an investigation by the DEC. The Hartford Town Council will vote on whether to pursue charges against Larry Birch and Charlie Potter, who were allegedly running an illegal business on Potter's farm where they were supposed to be burying farm and companion animals. Town Supervisor Dana Huff says both men have violated several town ordinances. The family of a local woman killed in the Ethiopian airplane crash now filing a lawsuit against Boeing and the FAA. The family of 24-year-old Samia Stumo claims Boeing haphazardly rushed the plane to market, concealing potential problems with its automated system. Now, they also allege the company passed on several opportunities to make the airplane safer. The family is also accusing the FAA of failing to hire technicians capable of completing appropriate inspections. Continuing coverage on a proposed natural gas pipeline in Rensselaer County at a public information session, concerned residents asked many questions, including why National Grid chose the location it did for the pipeline, which would run from Delmar through parts of North and East Greenbush. A Green County man has been given the maximum sentence for killing his romantic rival, then burying his body under his bedroom floor. Carlos Graham given 25 years to life for a charge of murder against him. Graham maintaining in court yesterday that he killed Brandon Foster in 2017 in self-defense. He claims Foster got between he and a woman they both loved. They were neighbors at the time. A federal judge dropping several charges against alleged cult leader Keith Raniere. Counts of child exploitation and child porn were dismissed because the alleged crimes took place here in the capital region, which is outside of the judge's jurisdiction. Continuing coverage now, the Department of Environmental Conservation once again pledging to take action against the Dunn C&D landfill in Rensselaer. Yeah, this after recent reports of sand clouds blowing from that facility, creating a cloud over nearby mm. schools. New CNBC's Lexi Nall joins us now live from the landfill. And Lexi, this is not the first time the DEC has had to step in. No, Ryan, it certainly is not. And residents and lawmakers around here will tell you that problems like traffic, air toxicity, and smells have really plagued this area for years. 
Just last month, the DEC took action against the landfill to control the stench and deploy new monitoring equipment to track possible chemical emissions that could be affecting the health of the neighboring community. And with Rensselaer schools so close to the site, parents have been voicing their concerns for some time. I don't really believe anyone's going to move either the school or the landfill, so we have to figure out how can we make the best of that situation and keep our kids as safe as possible. But new complaints of sand clouds continue to roll in. And just yesterday, the DEC announced possible sanctions and pledged to take, quote, aggressive actions to hold the facility accountable. That's including a directive to hydroseed the sand piles to keep dust out of the schools and homes so close by. Well, the DEC said just yesterday that they are continuing to investigate the impact of this landfill so they could be facing additional penalties if they find any more violations. And just days after the state budget passed, including a ban on plastic shopping bags, one lawmaker wants to take it one step further. Assemblywoman Pat Fahey announcing a bill that would eliminate an exemption for restaurants in the new law banning single-use shopping bags. She says restaurants provide too many plastic bags to be left out of the law. The ban on shopping bags is set to go into effect next March. And a medical marijuana business here in New York now expanding across state lines and into recreational marijuana. Vario Health recently acquired a registered marijuana dispensary in New Bedford, Massachusetts, where it plans on getting into adult-use marijuana. A long-standing, long-time local sporting goods store is getting ready to close its doors. Gold Stocks opened in Schenectady back in 1896. Last August, they closed abruptly, and at the time, the owners told News 10 the closure was only temporary. But now, an auction house has been brought in to help liquidate everything in that store. That sale gets underway Saturday at 10 in the morning. And get this, another pay bump for some Target employees, the retailer raising the minimum hourly wage for its workers for the third time in less than two years. Beginning in June, that'll rise to 12, well, from 12 to $13 per hour. Back in 2017, Target announced a plan to raise its starting hourly wage to $15 by the end of 2020. Well, most of us text every day, and that way of communication is now becoming a part of how we communicate in our households, too. USA Today speaking with some parents about this, and they share a few reasons as to why this could be a good idea. If you're a parent and you've been worrying you're actually texting with your kids, you're upstairs, they're downstairs, well, it may not be such a bad thing. Here's why. First, Texting is better instead of yelling around the house. According to experts, yelling may have negative consequences because it is seen as an aggressive act and can create a defensive reaction until the message is decoded. Next, texting can help avoid embarrassment and it can be the prelude to a deeper conversation. Experts also say texting with your family can be just plain fun at times. Maybe they found a funny picture and they want to send it to you and that can create a fun conversation. So those are some of the good reasons it's okay to text in your house. Are you that person who forgets to replace the toilet paper roll? No, I'm not that person. Mm. The folks at Charmin are working, though, to make sure that you don't have to replace the roll that often. All right, Charmin <laughs> introducing the forever roll. And it's forever. big. No. Charmin says it'll last you a month. It weighs <laughs> one and a quarter pounds. Uh, one roll will set you back $5.49. Uh, or you can no. sign up for a subscription with each roll only costing you four thirty-nine. You got a big family. Charmin also offers <laughs> multi-user rolls, which are twelve inches in diameter and weigh two pounds. <laughs> Some retailers also sell packs of the mega rolls. Uh, you know oh, what? No. I don't know. Maybe you're using too much toilet paper. <laughs> also, who wants that to become the focal point of the bathroom? Yikes! <laughs> Still ahead. My family goes a lot. <laughs>
my two-pound roll of toilet paper. Man. Anyway, uh, say goodbye to the Capital Region. It's clearly Friday. Do you enjoy starting the day with the Wake Up Rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and make sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to news10.com or Wake Up With 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4.30.